Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Hello, we are here to discuss Crappy Lake in Orange County. I am loving Crappy Lake. I think we need more 30-minute shows on Bravo. Oh, 100%. Uh, Brett and I actually were talking about this. And I, I think they can, like, recreate this idea in, with multiple duos. But I also think, like, you could do it with people that don't get along and put them in a situation where they're being brought in to help a town out and build a park and see if they can put away, like, aside their differences for the greater good. Um, this was such a great way to kick off this concept, though. I do think, you know, for Roni, um, I think the time has come for, like, the legacy cast to be done. I know we're getting an ultimate girls trip. I don't think we need to do an ultimate girls trip though every year with them. Um, so I think this is a great way to kind of, for some of the people in the Bravo verse that we miss, but don't necessarily want back on housewives. I think this is a great way to bring them in. So I hope it's a concept that they keep using and keep doing, but I've, I've loved this setup. I love how much they love the town. Um, I mean, I also can't help but laugh just at like all the things that they are able to just like snap their fingers and get done. You know, they bring in this basically contractor who's going to redo their entire room, their suite at the Benton Louis brother. Yes. Who he has been, first of all, I didn't even know Louis had a brother. I knew she had siblings, but it's not like we've ever seen. I mean, he, no, this is something that's like lacking from Roni. That's been refreshing here. Cause I died when Michael Lou's brother shows up and Sonia's immediately like, is like, who's that hot guy? Like they're always thinking about the guys. And then she's like, oh, that's Michael. And then in her confessional, she's like, oh, he's married. Like, I love yeah. his wife. Like, nothing weird there. But, yeah, he comes over to help them remodel their room. <laughs> Which, I mean, so nice. Um, obviously, that just made for great TV. Uh, but I do th- – I mean, I really think they they genuinely care. Like, we saw them with the, the dog shelter and um, – you know, they saw these dogs that were like just barking more and so like full of energy. And they're like, they're not going to get adopted if everyone thinks they're crazy. They need to be able to run outside. We need to create a space for them. Uh, I just, I don't know. I think it's really, it's sweet how much they care. Um, and I do love, I mean, Sonia's little one-liners when she's talking about like who hasn't shit outside and all this stuff. Like it just, it made me laugh how she is just so unfiltered, you know? It, it, yes, it's like, they're so themselves. And those two, like, I think most people at times often think of Sonia and Ramona. I actually enjoy the duo of Luian and Sonia a bit more. I think they balance each other out a bit and keep each other a bit more in check versus Ramona. I think those two would be too much of the same energy. I was just going to say they're too chaotic. You need some, like, even though Lou was being. Which is weird to say that we're saying Lou is not chaotic. Well, I mean, she has her moments, but even that, like when she was being a little bit of a bitch there, I love that she's like, she thinks she's Simon Cowell, like talking about how mean she was to everyone and trying to be like such like a, we've got to run it this way. And this has to go like this. And I envision the graphic like this and all this stuff. But if it was Ramona, she would have just been like, oh my gosh, like what's, this is the best salad. And but I didn't ask for this in my salad. And they, they would have just been so crazy. And like, yeah, I agree. They never would have gotten anything done. They would have just been running around like. Honestly, like just laughing idiots trying to exactly. get exactly. They would be like pranking and like doing stupid shit the whole time. So, I love L- Lonya. I don't know what we want to call. Oh yeah, what do we call them? Or so 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 Ann. So Ann sounds. <laughs> or Lonya. Lonya, isn't that a? 
<laughs> oh, that's a brand. <laughs> yeah, it is. I've like never put that together, though. There we go. Lonya. Um, Lonya. That could be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I love them together. I think it's a good, they balance one another. They have fun. And I enjoy their little fights. Like, I thought it was funny when uh, Louie was like, do you want the potato back? Like, they were like, I guess, you know, Sonia had given her her potato or something. And she's like, yeah, I do. And Louie's like, yeah, you would, you bitch. Like, it just, I don't know. I mean, you know that they're mad in the moment, but that they're going to be okay. And then, like, the bath, like, I, like, Sonia and her damn baths, like, we yeah. never, honestly, I am a bath person. Abby knows us. You guys probably have heard of this. I've raved about Abby's bathrooms in her house because they're iconic. And I, that's We've a whole got old clawfoot tubs. Yeah. So and which I could be an them. entire episode. It could. However, yeah. as someone who loves a bath, that motel, there's no way I would be laying down the way that Sonia <laughs> Sonia made herself very comfortable. Um, I There's mean, like I guess one she... place I've hotel or like um, place I've taken a bath and it was actually at the Venetian in Las Vegas. And they have very nice bathtubs. And I was like, well, these look like. I well, yeah. I mean, I think depending on the caliber of the hotel, I, I definitely think like I've done it at nicer, you know, yeah. hotels, but not a motel. Not a motel. I was like, Sonia, you must be desperate. It was giving, I like needed a side by side of Tom Schwartz. Remember his little, his bath, like yeah. that he took was like, it was just seemed so tiny. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what are you doing? And then Sonia, but I mean, God, God love her. I guess at that age, she, you're just like, I just need the bath. I also really appreciate that. I mean, how she's in her sixties. I don't know exactly how old she is. I know she's in her sixties, um, that she is keeping jello shots in her hotel freezer. Yes. Oh my God. That killed me. This is like, this all happened within 30 minutes of this episode. And she's like, right. do you want a jello shot? It's <laughs> like, what? and she had them. I mean, it wasn't like she, I think she might've taken them from a bar. Cause yeah, I mean, she oh, had she them in like, the clear did. container, but I love that in my mind, they went out. This place had jello shots. She's like, I love jello shots. They're getting ready to leave. She bought some to go and she keeps them in her freezer. And I just think it's hilarious. One that she has them in there and that she's offering them as if it's like, you know, well, I'm hosting. So here, instead of a glass yeah, of wine, like, can I jello give you a jello shot? <laughs> I do. You know, I, I don't think you're ever too old for a jello shot. They really are fun. No. I mean, we're going to be talking about this on OC about keg stands, but I, I don't think there's an age limit on jello shots at least we can on jello shots we can, we can have a debate on the keg stands but i i thoroughly enjoy crappy lake i have no idea if we're getting close to the end it feels like we're getting closer <laughs> to the variety show but i don't Every know episode i feel like oh is this next one the last one like i don't really know um i also sometimes like feel like i'm sure they like you know there's a certain number of episodes i could probably google it but I kind of like I in my head, I feel like it's like the editors and the producers are just kind of like, hey, you know, this is still entertaining. We'll just as long as we got content, we're just going to keep this going. And it's like, is Crappy Lake just going to go on forever? I don't know. And I, I'm OK with it if it does, you know, so it might be. I would think we're down to like one or two episodes. I mean, I think we're getting really close. But I mean, I'm duels coming here to like perform for the. Oh, that's got to be. It's gotta be near the finale episode, but I I just have enjoyed it. It's a pleasure. If you guys haven't been watching it and you're like, what is this randomness that you're talking about? That that sums up crappy like in a good way. It's easy, (laughs) quick binge. If you're one of those people to wait for like a handful of episodes, not too late to catch up. I mean, also if you're like someone who, yeah, like if your significant other's out of town this weekend and you're like, oh, I just want to stay home and like stay on the couch all night, you could watch, you could get 
up to date in like 90 minutes or less. Um, oh, just 100%. So when you factor like, the commercials out of it. I, I also, also appreciate think- it's not on Peacock. You know, some people don't want to buy another streaming and I completely understand you and I unfortunately just keep picking up these streaming networks because they keep finding ways to lure us in. But this is just, it is on Bravo. So you don't need Peacock for it. Yes. I was also going to say last plug for crappy Lake. It is a husband friendly show. I will say the few times I've had it on Kyle, like it's entertaining. These women are funny enough and it's so much like randomness going on that your partner will definitely like be like, huh? Like what's happening? It's, It's just funny. So that's our plug on crappy Lake guys. We're not being hashtag paid by Bravo or anything like that. We just genuinely enjoy the show and really like Sonia and Lou or Lonya. I can't, I mean, I, Lonya? I get it. I don't know. Sue Ann. <laughs> Sue Ann is a Ran- little better. Sue Ann. But the only problem with Sue Ann is it, um, it reminds me of like, um, you know, like pig Suey pigs like that. Oh, like I think of like a river almost like, cause it's oh, like the, the Sue Ann. Isn't that the Sudan river? Sudan, there we go. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wow. I think it's time we take an ad break um, and collect ourselves for a moment. Uh, You guys know we're nearing mid-August, which means it's back to school. And whether that is a reason to rejoice uh, or get out the tissues, either way, you're going to have to be doing back to school shopping and Stitch Fix just gets it for your family. They make shopping super easy with comfy, cool styles in your kids' sizes and pieces starting at just $10. They do all the work. So you have time to focus on all the other things, such as your busy schedule. Uh, I know for some of you like me, if your kids are in private school, you're thinking like, why would I need such fix? I've got uniforms um, and believe me, I love my uniform. Uh, But also you've probably found that your kids either have their school uniform or just have like athletic gear. And when it's time to just go to a somewhat nicer dinner, like you don't have to be too fancy, but not wearing, you know, uh, Nike shorts and a t-shirt you might be missing that in your kid's closet. So I have loved using it for that to just kind of fill the gaps of when I need my kids to look a little bit more put together, uh, but they don't necessarily need clothes for school. I love the fact that it's super affordable and they can do all the try-ons at home. So you'll save time on shopping, try on the comfort of your own home on your own time. So just share your kid's size, their favorite colors, styles, and even what they're not into because you know your kids best. So if you would like to try Stitch Fix uh, today, go to stitchfix.com slash real moms and get 25% off when you keep everything in your kids fix. That's stitchfix.com slash real moms for 25% off stitchfix.com slash real moms, R-E-A-L-M-O-M-S. All righty. The debate on keg stands. Okay, so I want to hear, I, I think I know where you're going to vote on this. Do you think you are ever too old for a keg stand? I think it depends on the environment. I think in the instance of this party, which will obviously digest because it's probably one of my favorite theme parties I've seen on Housewives in a minute. Yeah, I think in that scenario, yes. I think a mom's weekend, you're visiting your kid, you want to seem like the cool mom, Sure. I wouldn't do it like randomly with a bunch of 20 year old. Like, I just think you got to read the room. So there's some parameters with me in the keg stand, I suppose. Have I, I done agree. a keg stand since college? No. So I, I don't, I don't know. necessarily have a desire to like, I think it was one of those things, even in college, like they're kind of like the beer gets all over your face. It's fun to do when everyone's doing it and you've already been drinking and you're like, Hey, why not? This is kind of fun. But I don't like, I don't really have a desire to do them anymore. So I guess I would vote. Like, I think it's one of those things. Yeah. Like in the certain right environment, like if I was going to a party 
that was a college theme party for adults in their late thirties, early forties, I'd maybe do a keg stand. If I'm at a party and it's like, um, I don't know, a f- like friends, co- kids, college graduation party and the kid graduating and his friends are doing his or her friends and friends are doing keg stands, but none of the parents are, I'm not jumping in there to do it with them. So, um, plus I don't know. I don't know if I'd have the upper body strength anymore to really like, I do don't know that any of it would go down my throat. Which no, it'd be everywhere. That sounded like a, that's what she said. <laughs> I just had to. Sorry. Nothing's going down my throat these days. That's the joy <laughs> of being married. So oh God, beer and Gabby. other liquids. Uh, I will say that I do love this theme. I'm going to put this out right now. If every other franchise decides to copy it, I'm going to get a little pissed. But I thought it was a genius theme. And I thought they all really leaned into it. And Yes, it started a big feud between Shannon and Gina, which I think is stupid. We all know. Okay. Even if you're good friends with Gina and you get to, you have to dress as her, you're going to pick the extensions for your hair. How would you not? Like, that's just, it was. I think, I just think it's, and she had, I mean, the entire, this is like one of those things. Listen, Gina's been through a lot. I don't want to take away from that and everything that she's gone through. I think two things can be true. You can obviously grow and feel for her and her past and what she's endured, but you also can kind of laugh at some of the styling choices that she made. I don't think they're mutually exclusive in my opinion. I I think that I just think she needs to laugh with us. I just thought on social media, you guys have probably saw like Shannon's posting a preview teasing the episode and then they got in this like little spat back and forth and then Gina reeled in as like, that was a really hard time in my life. Again, totally get that. But I'm like, girl, this is kind of a reach. Like, this is just, just like laugh, like laugh with us a little bit. Yeah. I don't think it meant to be a dig like, oh my God, this is the time when you were getting divorced and you were going through domestic abuse. And like, I'm going to poke fun at that. I think it was just, we're all thinking of different looks to really embody the person we're trying to be. And I thought, I mean, I, I feel like Shannon really nailed it. I mean, in the same breath, like, Emily, I thought did a great job being Shannon and having like, you know, the blazer with the really sleek, like yellowy blonde hair. I don't know. I loved it. I also think it'd be a really fun bachelorette idea. If yes. A group of people that are really fun, like really good friends and have known each other for a while. Like, cause if I was going to go as you, Vanessa, I would have, I would put extensions to have bangs for sure. Like a swoopy bang. And I'd have my hair really straight because there used to be a time where you'd like really. No, that's how I did. Hair. Yeah, that's how I used to be. And then I don't know why, but I think there's like a picture of I have uh, either at Harpo's or something. But you're wearing like almost like a tank dress with a short <laughs> sleeve shirt underneath it and yes. jeans. And I think yeah. that would be what I'd wear. But like, if somebody would want to be me, they'd probably get like a really long, stringy, straw, overly blonde wig. Like I, I, used I would to, probably be yeah. really blonde if I'm going back Super to like blonde. old yeah. you. I get a spray tan. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe two. A, a little blonde. Um, I feel like there probably be like some sort of like, I mean, because of that era, everyone wore like a peplum top. Or Yeah, I did love a peplum. You know what I also love? Or Mizzou. You know? I'd probably wear a Mizzou shirt. Yeah. I one time found this dress at Forever 21 and it was winter and someone's like, I think that's a shirt. And I was like, I'm just going to throw leggings on over it. And I wore what was like a shirt, maybe a dress as a dress. 
with I leggings mean, and hello, like I was wearing shoes. a shirt with the tank. I mean, literally yeah. some of my fashion choices. I am so grateful. Like Instagram and the pre- we didn't have the pressures yeah. of the social media. I had. Oh God, I'm now remembering this. Oh God, this is so embarrassing. I thought but, this was like the definition of chic. Um, I worked at White House Black Market and I got a really good discount. And I had this white and black, short sleeved open cardigan but cropped and it was a white base with black sequins and I wore that a lot with a black tank top and I thought I was just chic elegance yeah oh just like the shit no I wore a ton of ugly shit I think there's hardly anything that I'm like remotely proud of in college that I wore I think anything on tailgating days maybe like which is like a hoodie which is like something I would wear now. Yeah, I think like a tailgating I was like yeah I'd wear a t-shirt and jeans and like we'd wear like sneakers then with our yes. jeans so and we were like, like our jean skirts. Yeah. yeah. But anything else <sighs> the gauchos all of it uh we can go on and on about our past right. but let's get into the specifics Feel free of this to episode. DM us some of the like if you're like oh, okay what somebody has to go is me. I love hearing other people's like regrets of college I feel like fashion. we should share some of our fashion flops. I have to go back. I mean, I have to go in the vault for that. I have to go on Facebook, which I don't ever get on. I, down the vault, I think but... I deleted albums because I was like, these are old and no one needs to see them anymore. I'll, I'll find a way. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk back to the ladies of OC. I thought they all did a great job. The only person I agree that really didn't, who could have leaned in way more and done a much better job, in my opinion, was um, Taylor. Taylor. Going as oh, my God. Like, she just like walked in. Like it was like. You're wearing she didn't any do anything. Like I was yeah. actually annoyed for Tamara for that. Like I was like, there's so many annoying. moments. She was yeah. so annoyed. There were so many moments. Uh, then we get Vicky who went as herself, the OG of the OC who really embraced it. I'm really enjoying Vicky as a friend of, I think this is a role, although she was probably very reluctant I think it's uh, she can thrive in it. And I think it's one of those areas. I think people welcomed her back because of the snippets that we're seeing of her. And it's all in good fun. Um, Also, let's talk about the game they're playing. So they're playing this like, you know. Sexually hyper truth or dare. Yes. And it makes me laugh because Vicky's last season, if we all remember of like how hypocritical she was about just talking about sex and Bronwyn and like all this stuff. And now we're getting girls. Yes. And now Now we have like someone like licking another woman's nipple. And like, and also just her talking about sex and her taking off her top. And I'm just like, you were just so funny. Um, It just made me laugh. The hypocrisy of it all just. I did love Taylor saying like, if there's a nipple out, I'm probably going to lick it. I don't know. I just like, I like, I love that these women are just kind of like, like we were saying about Sonia being unfiltered. I feel like for some of these women who have come back and had time away and they've really been able to sort of like, you know, study what do people like, what they don't like. I think the fans and viewers can like sniff in authenticity like very easily. And so Vicky's like, fine, I'm going to come back and be the whoop it up girl. Cause everyone yeah. loves that. And I'm not, I think for her, a friend of on her own terms is the best role for her. Cause she doesn't have to do deep, serious drama. She's just fun and keeps it light and can actually be sweet. Like I thought she was very sweet to Jen saying like, I'm really sorry that you've been dragged into some of your own personal drama. And you know, I know what that's like. And Taylor's just, I mean, I don't think any of us had Taylor being bisexual on our bingo cards based off of the, you know, Beverly Hills Taylor. The only one I struggle with is I don't know if Tamara is being completely authentic. I think she's really 
puppet mastering some of this. Uh, and I do enjoy half of it. And I think she overdoes it with the other half. I think, though, the show without Tamara would be so boring. I'm with you. I do yeah. think she's definitely self-producing a bit. Also, we have to remember in her hiatus from Housewives, she just talked about Housewives <laughs> and recapped Housewives shows. Yeah. So I would imagine it's kind of hard. It would be kind of it, – it probably may take a moment to not think about all these things and all the different franchises we've watched and seen and just how people are. But I enjoy her more than I don't. I'm I'm here. I would, for her. Yeah, I, I definitely enjoy her. Okay, let's talk about the fight. That like I felt like it was very weird. Shannon basically, it's kind of like it starts coming up, and then Shannon pulls Heather aside because she claims that she's being told that Heather is saying bad things about their relationship, and Shannon doesn't want it discussed and doesn't want it out there and doesn't want it on the show. But I'm like, Shannon, then you doing this is making it on the show. Like, you're turning this into something. You've been drinking. It's going to be a big deal. I do think Heather probably has talked about it way more than she's letting on, but I also think it sounds like Shannon has told every woman something not great. Like, when Emily then was like, you told me a lot of things at Javier's, and Shannon had no memory of it. Her face was like, oh, shit. Here's the thing that makes me sad. And we were texting about this um, with our Bravo text group. To me, this is sounding like a victim of emotional um, or verbal abuse. The fact that she was just so quick to be like, if John's mentioned on here, this is the end of our relationship. I get, we have fights that paralyze me. I can't have this being discussed. Like, and the way that she just went from zero to 100 so fast, I just get the vibe and the way she lied about it too. Last episode was like, oh yeah, it was a fun little dinner. Like not, it was a great time. Nothing, nothing happened. It was good to see Vicky and Tamara again. Like she didn't say anything else. I just get, I get the feeling that these fights are really bad when she says they paralyze me. It makes me think he probably like hits below the belt with words. And I mean, like, I Gina said it, like he would say, yeah. call her fat and you, yeah. like, make fun of her appearances. So there's definitely like there's that verbal abuse. There. Yeah. There's something there. I thought her reaction was so intense for them not even revealing anything. Like, it's not like they revealed anything. We don't know what this rumor or whatever has to do with John. I don't know if we will find out as the season progresses, but in this moment in time, on this point of the episode and where we're at the season, nothing's been revealed other than it's not all like rainbows, butterflies, and roses over there. Like you guys are maybe having a tough time and that's okay. And you've told each one of us that you're having a tough time. So I think more or less Shannon's issue is that is brought up on camera. I think a lot of these housewives have these like unspoken rules mm-hmm. amongst themselves. And I think for her, it's like you brought this up on camera. Like, why didn't you like do this off camera? Um, hence her breaking the fourth wall in that last episode. But I a hundred percent think it was very sus. And as I'm watching, I'm like, Oh, no wonder why they broke up like a couple months later. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I think she's better off without him too. And I do believe Emily. I don't think Emily's making this up because even Emily was like, it makes me sad to even have to say this, that he calls her fat. And like, you could see her get teary eyed. And I just don't think, I don't think Emily would pull that out of nowhere. And I don't think she would like make this be her moment because it's really not about her. So um, yeah, I, I believe all the women and that there's something wrong here. Obviously there is, they broke up, but what makes me think that like, there's some weird, like, I don't know if anyone's seen the series made M A I D. 
I think it highlights it perfectly about like you want to leave, but you get lured back in and seeing Shannon going to dinner. And then like, you know, there's these explosive arguments and Shannon loses it. And Shannon's always the one that seems like she looks like the bad guy in all of this. When I do, I know I gave her a hard time saying she's always a victim, but in this, I think she might actually be one. And it's just sad. I think, I think also makes me sad because I think she just does it want to be alone, doesn't think anyone loves her or that she's worthy of the love that John seemingly gives her, but doesn't really. And so when she has that, she doesn't want to lose it. And it's hard for her to think about being alone. Well, and I think I wonder now because they are somewhat maybe back together, not back together. Like they broke up. She dated other people, but now they have this like no label relationship to me. It feels like friends with benefits but I, I just, yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, I feel like John Jansen needs, needs to go. Yeah. I don't know. Something just, my radar is up. Something no. feels off and yeah. I, I don't, I don't like it for my Shannon and I'm not I even a big like Shannon it. fan, but. No, I'm with you. Some, something's yeah. off. Shannon deserves better yeah. for sure. Uh, but yeah, OC, you know, cruising along. We're more than halfway there. Um, no word on when they're filming the reunion. I'd imagine that'd be in the next couple of weeks though. Yeah, I, I bet we're going to be seeing rumblings. I feel like they're getting a bit more, I feel like Bravo in general is getting a bit more tight-lipped in terms of when all these things are happening. Because I think in previous months, we would have see someone in glam and getting ready for the reunion. And we'd normally see something. Now, Andy's kind of our indicator of when a reunion's happening. So I would assume, I bet it happens after... Um, Labor Day, because yeah. I think they're taking like a little bit of a break um, between now and the Labor Day. I think that's coming up. So we will see. But that is uh, that's OC for this week. So um, so I think we're just doing our shout outs. Bear with us. We're doing this new format. We're just going to do it once a week, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So we're going to do it once a week. We'll do it at the beginning. We're guys, you're getting us like we are a rustic little show. So you guys are hearing our thoughts in the moment. But one thing that you can do if you since we're not doing a shout out this week, you can give us a shout out by being five stars or written review. I want to get to a thousand BravoCon's coming. I would love to be at a thousand reviews by BravoCon. Help us make like fulfill that goal. Do your part. And after that, we have a little saying now we say at the end so i'll let abby do it because i'll butcher it somehow (laughs) have a great day or don't the choice is yours seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.